RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt and today is Thursday, August 15th, 2019. On today's show, analysts and markets react to the CBS and Viacom merger news, subscription box company Loot Crate files for bankruptcy, and the Anton Yelchin documentary Love Antosha is out in theaters for a limited run. All this, plus the Star Trek events in your area to look forward to this weekend, coming right up. Yesterday was the day after the day before. The day before, of course, being the day that CBS and Viacom announced their intention to merge into Viacom CBS, thereby unifying the Star Trek franchise back under one roof. As I detailed yesterday, Star Trek is far from the only consideration for the merger, although for Star Trek fans, it is a potential major consequence. Tuesday's media was largely positive, brimming with the excitement of the new mega-entity, but now that the dust has cleared, media outlets and Wall Street pundits alike spent Wednesday compiling reactions to the news. The reactions, shall we say, were mixed. If you Google CBS Viacom merger today, one of the first results is Deadline's article titled Star Trek Poised to Become New Marvel. CBS and Viacom merger brings franchise under one fleet. In the piece, Deadline asserts that while it may not be the Marvel Universe just yet, the greater Trekverse has the potential to eventually rival the Disney-owned comic giant in both legacy and currency especially with Sherry Redstone's developing strategy of creating a great global footprint. I'd call that one a positive. Variety, however, has a slightly different take. In Tuesday's announcement, CBS noted that they would see a cost-benefit from synergies between the two companies, and Variety on Wednesday focused on the reactions of staff. In their article titled CBS Viacom Merger Internal Reaction, Relief, Some Anxiety and Plenty of Questions, they note, Plenty of questions remain, including the usual uncertainty of what kind of job loss might come with consolidation. Staffers want to know what it all means, and there are no quick answers. Viacom and CBS already operate lean programming teams, but there will likely be some trims in back offices, such as human resources and IT. However, unlike the recent Disney and Fox merger, where plenty of divisions overlapped, Viacom and CBS mostly operate unique businesses, keeping concerns about massive trims, at least at this moment, to a minimum. The Hollywood Reporter notes in a similar vein that Viacom's current CEO and the pending president and CEO of Viacom CBS, Bob Backish, spoke to Viacom staff in his quarterly Bob Live session on Wednesday. He addressed the issue of personnel directly, saying that while there were no imminent changes to Viacom leadership as part of the deal, they will hear more leadership announcements before the end of the year. 
That's thinly veiled corporate speak for maybe now would be a good time to update your resume. And then there are the analysts, the guys on Wall Street who rate companies based on whether they think they're a good stock buy. And the analysts were not kind to the CBS and Viacom merger news. The New York Post published an article yesterday called Wall Street Slams CBS Viacom Deal, Causing Drop in Companies' Stock. While the New York Post is not particularly known for its sensible and balanced reporting, they did raise a couple of worthy points. They noted that Bernstein analyst Todd Younger characterized the merger as a copycat move, quoting him saying, CBS and Viacom, like many others, has seen the stock market's positive reaction to Disney's plans and decided, let's do that too. In that note, Younger downgraded CBS's rating to underperform. Likewise, the Post noted lukewarm reactions from analysts at BMO and Macquarie. Later in the piece, the New York Post did note that a couple of analysts were more positive about the deal. Merrill Lynch's Jessica Reef Ehrlich upgraded CBS on the basis of its promised synergies, and CFRA analyst Tuna Amobi cited a compelling long-term case for the combined entity. However, the numbers for CBS and Viacom spoke for themselves on Wednesday. While it was a disastrous day for the market overall, which plummeted as a result of what's called an inverted yield curve, CBS and Viacom individually fared much worse than the average. While the Dow Jones fell by 3.1%, noted the New York Post, Viacom and CBS closed the day down 8.5% and 8.1%, respectively. As they say, the market hates uncertainty, so Wednesday's stock performance should be taken with a large pinch of salt. We are still in the very early stages of the merger process, but nonetheless, the market reaction on day two was a bit of a downer. While the news cycle has been largely tied up in CBS and Viacom-shaped knots, another small story has slipped a bit under the radar. The LA Times reported earlier this week that subscription box company Loot Crate has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. The company is known for its themed boxes filled with nerdy collectibles and other products, which are shipped to more than a quarter of a million subscribers on a recurring basis. In a court declaration filed in Wilmington, Delaware, Chief Restructuring Officer Stuart Kaufman said that Loot Crate failed to ship goods from $20 million of sales, the company owes $30 million in trade debt, and that it's behind on nearly $6 million of sales taxes. The filing may not come as a surprise to Star Trek fans. The highly anticipated Trek-themed Mission Crate started with a special Wolf 359 edition back in 2017, which was meant to commemorate the 30th anniversary of the premiere of Star Trek The Next Generation. Over the next several iterations of the Mission Crate, they were plagued by delays and out-of-stocks, and eventually cancelled and refunded outstanding crates in January of this year. So what's next for Loot Crate? Sci-Fi Wire reported on Tuesday that Loot Crate CEO Chris Davis said in a press release, After careful review of a wide range of available options, management determined that a sale of the company is in the best interests of all parties, including our valued customers and employees. 
In the short term, normal operations will continue, funded by ongoing subscription revenue and $10 million in new financing from one of the company's existing investors. Further details are expected after court filings later this week. More news at weekend events in just a moment, but first, a word from me. I want to give a big thank you to those of you who have pledged your support for this show on Patreon. Every dollar you pledge goes straight to helping me produce this show. The show feed, website, email, software, and equipment, all these things cost money. And thanks to you, I have one less thing on my mind when I'm gathering the news. Now, if you're not already a patron and you would like to join those who have already pledged their support, then please head over to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news and see how you can contribute. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And once again, a big thanks to you for supporting this show. The Anton Yelchin documentary Love Antosha is now showing in select theaters across the United States. The independently produced documentary, which highlights the life and artistry of the late Anton Yelchin, was shown at the Sundance Film Festival in January and premiered in theaters on August 2nd. It's playing in a limited run in limited theaters, but if you're interested in going to see it, it might be playing nearer than you think. According to the Love Antosha website, tickets are available for showings between now and August 22nd in the following cities. In Southern California, Los Angeles, Pasadena, Long Beach, Encino, and Irvine. In Northern California, San Francisco, Monterey, and Berkeley. Also in Portland, Oregon, Austin, Texas, Knoxville, Tennessee, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and New York City. Ticket prices vary by theater. You can book your tickets now on antonyelchindoc.com forward slash tickets. Now, if you're in the mood to get together with some fellow Trekkies, then make sure you get out to one of these events over the next week. Of course, you can go and see Love Antosha, like I just mentioned, or maybe a Comic-Con is more up your alley. In Detroit, Michigan, at the Kobo Center, Michael Dorn will be appearing this weekend at Michigan Comic-Con. If you're in the Shreveport, Louisiana area, LeVar Burton will be appearing at GeekedCon at the Shreveport Convention Center. In Albuquerque, New Mexico, Jason Isaacs will be attending the New Mexico Comic Expo at the Albuquerque Convention Center. And then in San Jose, California, Anson Mount will be appearing at Silicon Valley Comic Con at the San Jose Convention Center. Thanks to John now for this next one. In Austin, Texas, Hideout Theater presents Make It So, improvised Star Trek for a new generation. That's on Saturday, August 17th at 8 p.m. at the Hideout Theater on Congress Avenue. And thanks as well to listener Sailor, who sent me the details of a special showing of The Wrath of Khan this weekend. In San Francisco at the historic Castro Theater, the cast of the all-drag Star Trek show Star Trek Live are hosting a viewing of Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. They say, to commemorate the 40th anniversary of the Star Trek motion pictures, we will host a costume contest, Captain Kirk impersonation contest, and more. Bring your friends and make new ones. This is for the diehard Trekkie and novice alike. The film starts at 7 p.m. on Saturday, August 17th, and tickets are available at sfoasis.com. 
Now, if you have a local event you'd like for me to include in next Thursday's show, then please email me at info at dailystartreknews.com. You can also use the hashtag DSTNEvents on Twitter, and I'll retweet you. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at daily Star Trek or find the show on Twitter and Instagram at daily Trek news. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know and your weekend podcast playlist. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.